Hey there, thank you so much for joining us for our Big Time Talker podcast. We are everywhere now, all over the world at all your favorite podcast platforms. So be sure to subscribe and get new episodes every Tuesday, wherever you download your podcast. And this week, it's a special co-broadcast with our friends from Headline Books and their Zoom into Books author platform. And my old pal, author, <laughs> filmmaker, Danny Boyd, is our guest today. You can visit him online at danielboyd.com, which is the fancy name for my friend Danny Boyd. Uh, you may have seen his movies, uh, uh, may have read his, his books, his uh, graphic novels. Now he's doing children's books for headline books, including The Adventures of Wandala and Miss Dirt Turtles Garden Club. We're going to talk to Danny and his, uh, his illustrator, Hector Mexia. And by the way, thank you to our show sponsor, speakermatch.com the world's largest online virtual speakers bureau. Danny Boyd, it's good to see your face and hear your voice. Always great to see all of you guys. I mean, you, you all have been such an important part of my life in the last few years. And uh, you introducing me to Kathy with Headline Books and Hector, the most wonderful collaboration I've ever had, who we've never met in person, but... And here we are together on Zoom, but we'll we'll meet in person this summer, I promise. I love that. And uh, and Hector, where are you joining us from? Uh, I'm from Mexicali. Uh, it's in Mexico, in the northern part. I live three hours from San Diego, for reference. So, Danny, I know you're a huge baseball fan, so when you go out to see the Padres, you guys are going to get together in person but I, I want to get into the, the craft of these books and, and start with that and, and then talk a little bit about the stories. When you decided you were going to write a children's book, you're a writer, you're a talented guy, you're a filmmaker, but illustration maybe not exactly in your tool bin. So how do you find Hector in Mexico and, and line him up to actually illustrate your first children's book? Well, I mean, as, as you remember, it wasn't my first foray into illustrated books right. because you I did, did the graphic I did, novels, did the graphic novels and I had to learn the curve that way, the hard way. I thought, gosh, we have all these wonderful artists in West Virginia. I can get an illustrator. There are none in West Virginia. And my good friend, Jason Pell, who we're getting ready to do another show with, with my books and Kathy's books, uh, he gave me a website of illustrators and I went, it took me two, two days to go through and pick the ones that I liked the styles of, because we did Chiller's first two books. So I had over a dozen illustrators, only one of them from the US. So when I wanted to move into the children's books, and that's another story, background story, how that happened, uh, you know, I, I didn't have children's books illustrated and Kathy gave me another website uh, was different than I used from. And I went through that, all those illustrators with their samples and there's two that I liked and Hector got back to me within an hour. And I was like, this is perfect. Especially with Wandala. Here was a story about inclusion, international inclusion. And I've got a foreign national you know, to, to collaborate with. Uh, so that, that's, that's how it begins. And that's the great luck that I've had. The rest of it, I can extend the story. 
Our creative guy, Danny Boyd, is our guest today. And, and I call him creative guy because he is, as you heard, has done graphic novels and uh, film and uh, gosh, you're an Oxford scholar. And the list goes on and on. Fulbright scholar. You, um, you talked about Hector in terms of looking at all of this different artwork from dozens of different artists. As a filmmaker, I'm sure when you cast a movie, as a guy who's done theater as well, you cast mm -hmm. a play, you visualize in your head what you want these characters to look like. Is it the same process when you're, you're looking for an illustrator? Did you have what uh, this, well, this first book, The Adventures of Wandala, for example, did you know what that character would look like in your head? I did. I did. And again, I'm a screenwriter by trade, you know, I have for 45 years. So by being a screenwriter, you, you put a lot of detail in. So I knew what each, what each character I wanted to look like and used Google images a lot that I would share with like Hector, for example, with these books. But I, with all my collaborations, I was like, this is how I see it. Let me see it how you see it. And he's made changes and adjustments that have been better all along. But I give, I give a basic uh, sketch of, of what I have in mind. And then, and then we just sort of bring them together. If you are interested in checking out Danny's books, you can find out more at danielboyd.com. And they're available at headlinebooks.com, amazon.com, and wherever books are sold. And the, the one website uh, that, that popped into our, our chat room here, the Society of Children's Book Writers and Illustrators, SCBWI, is one of those places you can find uh, incredible illustrators from around the world. So, Hector, this email from Danny Boyd pops into your inbox. And at that point, do you have a lot of children's book uh, illustrating experience? Is this something that, that was in your wheelhouse or was it a, a totally new adventure for you? Yeah, it was a totally new thing for me because uh, I don't do very kid-friendly art. I, I love a lot of sexy women and stuff like that. <laughs> sexy woman? Ah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you will say that. Uh, and so I was, I was puzzled, but I was like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> I think I think I can do a good job here. And so we started collaborating, Daniel and me. So, do you have a formal uh, uh, training as an illustrator? How did you get to do what you do? Because these books are just gorgeous. You, you're a very gifted guy. So, how did you come to that gift, and how did you train yourself? To, to polish that gift? Oh, I'm mostly a self-taught artist because here, in, here where I live, there, is, there, there aren't art schools or, or very good teachers. So I had to teach me myself by reading books or seeing videos. So I worked, I worked really hard on my skills. Um, and I, I had to say very later in life, I, I was say 27. No, I, how do you say 27? Yeah, yeah. It took me a while to get there. It took me a while. It, it would have been faster if I went to school, but it is what it is, really. Award-winning children's author Danny Boyd joins us along with his illustrator, who joins us from Mexico, Hector Mexia. So you mentioned The Adventures of Wandula, Danny, is, as a, a story that has an international flavor. Uh, it's now an award-winning story. Uh, with international flavor. Yeah, Congratulations thanks. to Thank both you. of you on that. Mm -hmm. um, for the folks who are watching online or, or listening to the podcast and maybe they're not familiar with this book, 
Can you give us sort of a thumbnail sketch? Tell us what The Adventures of Wanda is all about. I will, but you know I can't do a thumbnail. I, I, talk, I won't talk too much. I have to say <laughs> something about Hector. When I looked at his portfolio, there wasn't a lot of children's work, but there were a few enough things that I thought, you know what, he could be right for this because he does do sexy women too. <laughs> <and other things. laughs> but he can do anything. So Wandela, again, you tell me when to cut off the story, but you, you know that I've started a garden club here on, on the west side. The two books are going to come together in this conversation. As we tried it at the Charlotte with Kathy at the Christmas show with a hundred thousand screaming shoppers. Uh, you know, we started the, the kids main street garden club right out my window here. It'll be 12 years ago. And we started giving them books also, you know, trying to get them to read and, comic stores would give me old comics and a lot of my friends would give me children's books and I thought you know I should read these you know if I want to give these to the kids I should read these and just it was to make just sure like, there, there are no sexy women in there you need to make sure <laughs> right I have to go through the comics for sure but but in the west side <laughs> they, no one cares it's like oh thank you uh but uh so you know I started reading these children's books and young adult books and the same way I discovered graphic novels because I was done with movies, but it's like, I haven't read a comic since the late sixties. Oh my God, they have gotten so much better. And I started reading these, uh, you know, award-winning children and young adult books. And I'm going, this is so good. This is what I think I would like to write. And it's my life anyway. It's, it's my, more my passion than, then other things is gardening here with the neighbor kids with, with our neighborhood. And uh, so I had this story uh, years ago. I mean, my kids are, Hector, how old are you? Uh, I'm, I'm 30 now. 30. You're th yeah. 30? Yeah. yeah. So, so my daughters are just a couple of years older than you, than you. But when, when they were little kids, I was getting these international contracts around the world doing film and different things and uh, fellowships in faraway scary places. And being, being a West Virginian, West Virginians are very inclusive people, Hector. I mean, we, we are very protected by mountains and we, we often fear the outside wor world and for good reason, because it's, it's, it's another world in West Virginia. But I wanted, they, they were afraid for me. And, you know, every country I went to and in every world that we visited in, uh, in Wandela, I've been there. And I found that the people were wonderful once you got to know them. And I wanted to share that with my girls as, as they, when they were young, like, don't fear this. There's wonderment in, all over the earth. You just have to be open to it. So I would tell them the story, but I I never written prose. I, you know, I'm a screenwriter, so I had decided that uh, that I was finally going right before COVID hit. I was finally going to get to spend a month in Belize in Central America, and I had you know I had this outline. I always thought that someday I would try to do that. So I wrote in one week. I shouldn't tell Kathy that, but we've been through so many drives. But I literally, in, in, in the hotel there in, in Corozal, Belize, I wrote it. And I sent it, you know, I sent it to two people. I sent it to you, and I sent it to Mark Harshman, our poet laureate. And I said, 
is, do you think this is publishable? And you both said, sure. And then that's how you connected me with Kathy. So it started with that and it will, and the story will bleed into Miss Dirt Turtle because the, the three of us all, well, the five of us all come together, but Larry Gross, myself and Hector too, come together with this whole story. Danny Boyd is our guest today on the Big Time Talker podcast. He is a screenwriter, a graphic novelist, an author, now a children's book author, and uh, his two previous books were illustrated by Hector Mexia, and they are The Adventures of Wandala and Miss Dirt Turtles Garden Club, uh, and they, they both come from a place of passion uh, for Danny, where he, he works with these neighborhood kids in the garden there in the west side of Charleston, West Virginia. By the way, if you're interested in, in visiting Danny online, it's danielboyd.com, and there are links to both uh, Danny and Hector's websites in the Facebook comment section if you're watching the Zoom into Books webcast. Um, so Hector, how difficult is it for you to be able to pull what's inside not only an author's head, but an author's head who is you know 4,000 miles away from you and try to put his vision onto paper? How tough is that and, and what is your process? Well, yeah, it's not very hard actually. <laughs> It, I, I think harder to do my own ideas in paper than other people people ideas because you you think of illustration like a, a sculpture you 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 add things you subtract you you mold and change stuff and I can stop doing that when I do my own ideas but when I have to work with something that is very well defined like Daniel's ideas. I, I have to just focus on sculpting and I don't I don't go too astray from that. But I put a lot of my steam own stuff right there. Are there you, you said that the you didn't have any real formal training that you're self-taught by watching mm -hmm. videos. You know, you can YouTube anything these days. Uh, but clearly you're very gifted. I wonder, are there other artists, people that, that are illustrators in in your family, in your neighborhood? I mean, do you know anybody else in your sphere of, of influence that, that is an illustrator that does this for a living? Well, in my family, there was a lot of artistic members, but not a, not a single professional artist. I'm the first one. I'm the first <laughs> crazy one. So, <laughs> yeah. Thank I God. Love I love it. The Adventures um, of Wandala, Danny, you talk about um, you know, your experience traveling to all these amazing places. So I remember you went to, uh, was it Tanzania? Uh, yeah, I, li I lived in Tanzania and I did many contracts in Russia, which will have to come up in this conversation. And Asia, many places, yes. And, you know, you and I are both uh, native West Virginians. You're right. You know, West Virginia, you sort of feel sheltered by those mountains, but many people there tend to, to be very provincial and not explore the outside world. There's a fear of the outside world, but I have learned as you have in traveling to other places. And I just got back, as you know, from United Arab Emirates, mm -hmm. there's so much more globally that we have in common that brings us together mm -hmm. than the, that, that separates us out. And, and I thought that really came through in, in the adventures of Wandala and in Miss Dirt Turtle Garden mm -hmm. Club, because you had these kids that, that have very different upbringings. How important is that that message of inclusion to you in these stories? Absolutely, the most important thing. Uh, 
like I said, I will, you know, and, and I, and then as you know, I'm a retired professor, 35 years, and I took student groups to places like uh, Prague, uh, Russia, Tanzania, Belize, where I've ended up going to make my summer home once this plague lifts. Uh, so, again, like like you're saying, the first first thing you know, West Virginians have have a complex like people look down on us and i never find that i find like oh my god you can do what you what you do living in that wonderful place that's what i've always found and the other thing i tell my students is please go away please go away so that maybe you'll come back and you will see not only are you good enough you're better than most of the people because of the values of 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 what we've had in our upbringing uh, so there, there I go again, Burke, off on a tangent. <laughs> That's all right. It's a good tangent. Danny Boyd is uh, is the guy behind the good tangent. He is the author <laughs> of The Adventures of Wandala and Miss Dirt Turtles Garden Club, both available from Headline Books. You can get them uh, at Headline Books' website, autographed by the author, by the way, uh, and Amazon.com, wherever books are sold. His illustrator, Hector Mexia, joins us as well. Uh, from south of the border and uh, these guys have never met in person but it will happen somewhere around a san diego padres baseball game yep sometime this summer um i know that that for you you have told me that uh, the story is the most important thing way more mm -hmm. important than than you know uh preaching a moral but you know there are some lessons that naturally came out of both of these stories and for folks who haven't read Mr. Turtle's Garden Club or or The Adventures of Wandala. What are some of those lessons that that young readers might take away from your books? Well, we talked about Wandala, but with with uh, Mr. Turtle's Garden Club, I know all these kids. They were my kids. And, you know, you talk about stereotypes, stereotypes within stereotypes. The west side of Charleston has a really horrible image. Now, it has elements that are horrible, but for the most part, I can live anywhere in the world. And I just, you've been there. You've met my kids. You've been in the garden. It's wonderful. I could not be happier more than that. So I wanted to express the goodness that exists in community. Now, think globally, but act locally. And that's what it was. And Larry Gross and I had had good success writing uh, Paradise Park. And the first draft of the musical, that's why this will all run together, the first draft, I wanted us to do something else together because we had good luck with Paradise Park musical. So I wanted to write something else with his his gold albums with Disney and all that. I thought, he loves the Garden Club. He knows the kids. He'll like this too. So I wrote that, you know, I wrote the script just because he said he, he was interested before he even read any, handed it to him two hours before we were with you in Madison with Landau doing the Christmas show. And he, before I left his house two hours before, he said, I'll read it tomorrow. I said, if you open it, you won't close it. And by the time we got to the green room with you and Lair, he said, I'm in. Because, because you know, he, he sees the community and, and, and what it says. And, um, it, you know, if you want to ground, you know, if you want to bring yourself down, especially with all the trouble in the under, under, underprivileged neighborhoods, if you want to 
bring it down, come down as far as you can to the earth, to the foundation. And that's the cliche here, but that's what Miss Dirt Turtle brings him. Okay, you got to start with this. You got to start with the earth and then you can grow out of there. Manny Boyd is our guest today. Hector Mexia is illustrator for Miss Dirt Turtle's Garden Club, which uh, eventually became a musical with Larry Gross doing the music and it was produced at uh, the Alban Theater. How about that? Look at that. The oh. award winning. Have you ever seen one of these? I that. hadn't either. The Broadway, Broadway, Broadway World Best Musical. That's what they look like, by the way. I didn't, I didn't know it existed. That's how I knew I was in that world. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, well, that's thanks. Fantastic. Yeah, I'm showing off, I know. That's all right. I think that's allowed. Uh, Miss Dirt Turtles Garden Club, based on an actual garden that Danny Boyd uh, helps maintain there in the west side of Charleston. And, and, you know, you started this a dozen years ago with real kids. Hector, did you have photographs of those real children? How did you come up with the, the uh, artwork for the kids in Mr. Turtle's Garden Club? Oh, for the kids, we, did, we designed the kids together before, uh, they, before doing the book. I don't quite remember. I, I got some pictures, but I, I don't remember basing uh, myself in uh, particular kids. It was more, I was based on the character, the, the, the same, in the character I was based. And did Danny, because uh, I'm fascinated about how you guys are able to collaborate across all that distance. Did he send you notes and say, okay, I want, you know, this young person to be about 14 years old and to be uh, a white kid. And this young lady is 12 years old and she's an African-American kid or uh, what, what sort of instruction did he give you? Was it written? Was it verbal? What was your actual process of working together? Yeah, it's very much like that. Danny sent me a description of the characters and I make a proposal, uh, one or two proposals of the same character. And then he picks the one that he likes and he makes add some changes. Changes. And so very, Danny, few, very you, few changes, very few changes. Well, I was going to ask you, when you work with him, uh, you know, as, as we talked about earlier in the conversation, you've got something in your head. You mm -hmm. sort of cast this like a movie or a TV show. You know what you want. Were you ever uh, hesitant to come back to Hector if it wasn't on point and have him change it up? Because he's an artist. And as an artist, you know, you, you have a, a very strong ownership of your artwork. Was that ever, was there everything in the back of your mind that said, man, I, I don't know that I need to be criticizing this guy because he's put his heart and soul into it? No, no, because again, as you know, in a creative enterprise, the number one thing you've got to do is find good people and then trust your people. And Hector and I had a good relationship. But I'm telling you, we hardly disagreed on anything. And when I made suggestions, I never felt bad about making them. I always complimented his work. But he, 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 within a day, he, he'd make the changes. Uh, I mean, he, he understood the process. So, so I don't, to me, there was never any heat, any friction with, with any of it. I mean, he might have felt differently, but I, I, I can't remember. And actually, the changes he would make, oftentimes, I would say, were better than the ideas that I had to begin with. Mm -hmm. For example, when we went from, because first we did the musical, I wrote this, the script. And then I wrote the manuscript afterwards, which is like backwards to do the book with Kathy and you guys. Uh, he had to do new illustrations, you know, for, for the, 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 the printed book. And 
I thought, well, we can just use the cover that Larry and I did without his name on there. And Hector said, no, the characters has cha- have changed since you've written this in the book. You change you change them. I need to change them, and he did for the better. So it's like he knows these kids. <laughs> the books for the Adventures of Wanda Live is Dirt Turtles Garden Club. They have a new children's book on the way soon from Headline Books, and you can find uh, these books at Headline Books and also Amazon.com, wherever books are sold. I, I think it's interesting, uh, Hector and Danny, that you guys uh, both worked in uh, mediums that were targeted for grown-ups mm-hmm. you know uh, we, we tease Hector about his his sexy woman illustrations but you know Danny you had some pretty rough stuff in your your graphic novels definitely not made for the the preteen set and yet you've both found yourselves working uh in a medium that, that targets young people that targets kids and I wonder and I'll start with you Danny if if there were particular obstacles or challenges that you had to to overcome to sort of reset your mind to target the kids. Well, I certainly had to had to be more careful with my language, you know, because because you're right. I mean, my work and Hector, I mean, Hector and I have the same thing. Our work goes from one extreme to the other. If you, if you look at Hector's work, you know, but I, I picked him because I could see his vision with other things. But you know, I've I've done gloom and doom. I've done apocalypse. You know, I've done horror. I mean, that's most of the things that, that I'm known for. But I mean, a part of this is you get to the point where hopefully you start to age, you get older, and ego becomes less important. And it's okay, what do you feel like writing? Not do you, what do you think necessarily is commercial? And, you know, and I just turned 65. So, you know, we all, if you stay in the business, you're going to evolve you know, your life. And that's just, that's just what popped at that time. And again, thank, you know, the blessing of COVID, if there is a blessing, it was like, I had to write every day. And now the downside of it was then we couldn't promote. Now we're just starting to be able to promote again. Uh, but again, it, uh, life imitates art. It, it's, it's, how my, it's how my life has grown. And what about you, Hector? Were there challenges or obstacles that, that you had to overcome to become a children's book illustrator after doing other things? Well, no, it, it was very hard because I, I'm very flexible with my style. I can pretty much adapt to anything that the project needs. It's one of my forties, you, you will say. Do you have children of your own? Are you a parent? Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> So when when I'm, you're, a, I'm a kid, I'm a, I'm still a kid myself. Yeah, still a kid yourself. <laughs> so is Danny. Oh, yeah, oh, art, no, no kidding. Aren't all three of us there, buddy? <laughs> That's right. I shall not cast stones. Um, <laughs> what about other obstacles or challenges, Hector, that you've had to overcome uh, there? Tell me about about your town in Mexico and what people do for a living there, and 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 sort of paint a picture for those of us in America, of what it's like where you live? Well, I live in a very industrial zone, you would say. So there's a lot of people that go to work to factories and stuff like that. There's not a lot of cultural spaces for artists or musicians or stuff like that. I live in a desert, so you, you would say it's very barren. <laughs> it's very barren. But, yeah, and, 
and and there is a lot of people that struggle with with, with jobs and money uh, there but mexicali is growing so it's, it's not so bad i think but so very not, few creative it, people there though besides yeah. you right yeah they are but it's not a good place for creative people most of them must go to somewhere else actually uh, i had the luxury of working from home so yeah, it was very good for me, actually. And because you can't work from home as an illustrator, uh, Hector, did the did the pandemic negatively affect uh, your your opportunity to work, or was it a positive, or, or did it make a difference at all? Uh, I was working with a Canadian a Canadian guy before meeting Daniel, and we were going to work on movies and stuff like that. But the the COVID. Uh, and then and then his business stuff and, and his they laid me off. It was my big chance on Hollywood, but I guess I'll get just another one later, I guess. <laughs> but uh, oh, yeah. but I haven't done so bad actually. Yeah. Um, last year was a bit hard, but uh, yeah, it in overall it has been a good couple of years. Yeah. What about you, Danny? What about uh, COVID and how that affected you as a, a creative, as a writer? I know you had plays that, that people would come to see. You know, lots of your work recently has been in that theatrical world that brings people together. So when March 2020 happened, you, and you were out of the country. I know you and I spoke while you were in Belize right before COVID happened. Yeah. So how did that whole thing change your world? Well, all of my shows were canceled. You know, and because I, I got out right before I could get out of Belize into the U.S. Literally got right yeah, out back in on one of the last flights in, right? Right. And uh, so, I mean, I can't even count. I just try, I try to block it out, but I can't count the cancellations. And the saddest one of all was we had we had with our dear late friend Mark Scarpella, we had Space Preachers Musical, who again has has worked with Larry and I through Miss Dirt Turtle and as a ranger and all that. And tragically he passed away a month and a half ago. Uh, so I mean that that's the that's the hardest part is the loss of life that we've had the, and the loss of, of our dear ones. But uh, Again, the you know the good news was I wrote my head off. The bad news was I, I couldn't promote. Sure. But 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 we were able to pull off Mister by the skin of our teeth, Mister Turtles Garden Club at the Alb, and thank God for Adam Bryan. I mean, it was so hard to cast. It was down to the last minute, and we got it, and obviously good enough to win Best Musical. And then you were just at Paradise Park's uh, version at the Charleston Light Opera Guild in Charleston, and we sold it out. But it was the same thing, just even trying to cast the show. I'd given up, and Larry was going through his Rolodex, and he just came up with these wonderful people at the end uh, <laughs> to do it. So, so, so hopefully, and we, and we have Miss Dirt Turtle coming back at with theater west virginia in may at tamarack for eight performances that is going to be totally cast by kids from theater west virginia's academy directed by nancy martin is that we're very excited about mr turtles garden club not only a children's book but also an award-winning play 
Danny Boyd is the uh, the writer. Hector Mexia is the illustrator. They're joining us today on the Big Time Talker podcast and Zoom into books from our friends at Headline Books. You guys have uh, another book in the offing, and uh, it's you know this will be the third children's book. Tell us about that, Danny. Okay, well, it's it's been in the offing for about a year. Kathy and I have been trying to get our heads together with it, but I, I wrote it a year ago, and she said it's not a it's not a picture book. And she told me it's a chapter book. I said, hey, no problem. That's what I've just done. So I adapted it as as a it's Tavy's first hunt, and I'm always blamed at being autobiographical with all my work, and I say no, I'm not. Well, this this time I am. This is about my late father t- teaching me how to hunt for the first time and taking us to our cabin, which that hunting lifestyle I still just adore. Uh, I stopped hunting, but that that was the important part of it. You know, it was you know the community, the wildlife, all of that. So I wanted to, it was sort of a tribute to, you know, because you know not so much in West Virginia, but most place, places, it's like you're either totally against it or you're totally for it. And I'm totally for it w- with the proper game laws and restrictions and all of that. And that's what I think people are missing out. And there's a community there. Well, you, you, you know, you, you're, you're from Logan. There's, there's a community there that's very very important and is very conscientious and you know there's so many positives so that was the story i wanted to write about uh, me and my dad i love that and you're right and growing up in a rural area like west virginia going hunting with your father is is sort of a father-son rite of passage and spending that time in the outdoors and and learning how to shoot a gun and why certain kinds of wildlife are so important to us and having mm-hmm. respect for all of that. Yeah, that's a big thing. Do they still, Danny, do they still let school out for a week during hunting season? Yeah, right yeah. They do. And I think it's wonderful because I would take the same, I still take, I stopped as a teenager actually hunting, but no one cared in the club, you know, because <laughs> I, I became a photographer and became pretty good at it. You know, several cover, covers like wonderful West Virginia magazine and stuff like that. And they, they would always say, like in the book, like whatever makes you happy is fun, you know, so, but I loved shooting the guns. I loved, you know, the, the whole, the whole thing, but you talk about a stretch. Now we just started on Tavy, you know, you, you think of Hector now, he lives in the desert. <laughs> and now it's he's a little gotta, stretch. You got mountains, <laughs> you got uh, animals, yeah, critters. Yeah, I, He's got to illustrate now West Virginia mountains, you know, so, and he'll pull it off. He'll pull it off. You're going to put your imagination uh, in, in full gear there. Hector, I'm sure that there are people who are watching right now uh, or are listening to the podcast who have always wanted to do what you do for a living. They've always, you know, said, gosh, I've got a, a gift here. I can, I can draw people. Tell me I'm good at it you have actually taken that gift and this is how you make a living. And that's a wonderful thing. You know, if you can make your, your vocation a vacation, then you'll never work a day in your life. What advice would you give to, to someone who's listening, who would like to become a professional illustrator? What would you tell them they need to do? What steps? What's that? 
Well, you, do you need to be patient and don't 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 expect to get results very soon? You you need to do, get a good work ethic and put a lot of hours on it if you want to be successful. Um, and be willing to uh, make an investment in your education is a good thing. So it can hit you some places, get you to places faster than on your own. Yeah. Nice. And you talk about patience, patience in, in finding enough uh, uh, work out there, I'm assuming, but it's different now with the internet. Is it easier, you think, for illustrators to, to meet up with writers than, than maybe it was back in the day when the publishers controlled that communication? Is it easier for you to find people to collaborate with? Uh, I think that actually it's, it's a bit harder because different things because there are, there are the algorithms and the social networks and also there's the competency because now you have to go against illustrators in, I don't know, India, United States, and anywhere in the world. So yeah, you have to face a lot of competition. And, and that makes things a bit complicated, but uh, it's, it's still a doable career, actually. You have, you have, you only have to work harder than the most people. You know, I, I hear from a lot of creative people that the, the creating is just a very small part of it. A big part of it is marketing yourself, is getting your work out there. Are you able to do any sort of networking within the illustrator community? And, and if so, how does that work? I'm very bad at networking. <laughs> <laughs> we both are. <laughs> I love it. I yeah. love it. Yeah, but you see, I live in a desert, so there are no silos of artists to network with. And I went, I have gone to a convention and there, but it's kind of, it, it kind of never, never has worked it for me. And, and I'm not very, you could say, extrovert. And that, that's a bit of detrimental, but. I, I do better if I promote on the internet, actually. <laughs> yeah, I, I, let, I let my work introduce me to people instead of me introducing my, my work to people. Well, we appreciate you, you getting out of your shell and spending time with us today yeah. here on the Big Time Talker podcast. Danny, I'm going to ask you that question in a little bit of a different way in, in terms of being an author. Um, but you've done more than just write books. You know, as we talked about, you're a screenwriter and a playwright and a graphic novelist and all that. What advice would you give to someone who would like to be a creative, would like to do that for a living, but maybe they live in a place like West Virginia or in an industrial town like Hector lives in, where there aren't very many people like that that do that for a living and they're going to be told, you know, uh, hey, kid, get a real job. What advice would you give them? You know, how, how do you go about making that work? Read books. You know, it's like everything I needed to learn. And again, I've, I've, I've created 30 some different courses of all of those courses I've done. I probably only attended as a student, two of them. Every, and this was before the internet. But back to what you were talking about, Hector's, I never would have met Hector or any of these illustrators if it wasn't for the internet. So thank, right. thank God for that. But, you know, pe people just, you know, I'm, I'm judging the West Virginia Writers uh, screenplay competition. And it's like, you know, guys, read. 
uh, if you can't do it, take any kind of course you can. I was lucky to have an internship in grad school and film school with the National Park Service filmmaking unit in Harpers Ferry, and I was I was going to school in Arkansas, and it I got to see, you know, how the industry is really done. But it's all available. I mean, this was before YouTube. It's available now. You just got to read, you know, and, and once you read and once you work at it, it's keep your butt in the chair. Keep working because like Hector says, man, it, it, it takes patience. Uh, I've been able to ride because of past successes. Uh, but, but you've got to work hard to get those early successes. Something you've both said that, uh, that you have in common is essentially you need to invest in your career, invest time, maybe invest some money, but invest that energy to put mm -hmm. towards it. Uh, but boy, the payoff sure is sweet, I bet, huh, Danny? It's, it, it really is. I mean, you, you forget about all the failures before that, you know, and again, I've, I've been so blessed and so lucky, but, but like I said, like what, when Larry, when Scott Hill, our buddy, who you connected us with, with Theater Western, when he first asked if Larry and I would do the musical version, neither of us had. And I said, well, you know, I mean, I can write scripts, but a play script is, is different. different it's a different thing. template uh, for that. And, I, and he, Larry kept saying, well, you definitely should do, but I don't know if I can. And I kept saying the, the same thing to him. So I did the same thing I always did. I bought a book on Amazon about playwriting and halfway through the book, I said, Larry, we know this. And he says, I told you just change the format and it's there. So, but you've got to, you, you, have got to build the basic skill set properly. Like I said, and in, in, in judging these, these screenplays, I don't want to say anything negative. I'm not saying positive or negative. It's like, man, there, there's format. There, there's a way you do this. There is, you know, and that's very particular with, with screenplays and stage plays. I mean, they are the most restrictive mediums that you can work in. Prose is more open, what we've done of late. Hector, before we let you jump, can you tell us a little bit about what you're working on outside the, the Danny Boyd universe? What, what's next on your, your artist table? Oh, I, I have been working for some clients. Uh, um, yeah. I, I'm working from, with some guys from Ecuador to do some uh, Mexican caricatures <laughs> about politicians for some guys on Miami. <laughs> it's mm. a very funny connection there. <laughs> um, and I, I keep, I'm still doing my own drawings from time to time. If you want to find out more about Hector's uh, artwork, of course, you can find him on display in The Adventures of Wandala and Miss Dirt Turtle's Garden Club from Headline Books at headlinebooks.com or amazon.com. I also have a URL here. It's childrensillustrators.com slash Hector Mexia slash portfolio. You can find out more about uh, what Hector does, and that's posted in the, uh, the chat room here if you'd like to take a look. Danny, for you... You've got this uh, this new children's book that you're going to wrap up. What else is on tap for 2022? Man, I think I'm ready to take a break. No one believes me, but but it's like okay, I've been kicking a novel around that I don't know if anyone will like, and I'm and I'm not hung up about it. 
it's once you know be careful what you wish for because you've got to manage it every year once you have that and it's it's funny what Hector's saying. What am I going to be? I know what he's going to be working on. We started a new job today. I mean, <laughs> we, we we already started uh, images back and forth. Uh, but you know what? I've I really need to slow down a little bit. And uh, Kathy's been good to us. In headline. I'm so grateful for everyone. But you know, I've got enough out there that I got stuff in the bank. And I want to promote that, and I'm going and I'm going to I'm going to attack tackle my first novel sometime in the future, and watch baseball and garden. I love that gardening and baseball are in the top three. That's two of the top three for this summer. Very good, Hector Mexia, the illustrator, joining us from Mexico. Danny Boyd is the author of Miss Dirt Turtles Garden Club and the Adventures of Wandala available from headline books they have a new children's book coming out sometime in the end of 2022 thank you to our friends at headline books kathy and ashley and uh, melinda the whole team there and thank mm -hmm. you for listening and watching it's the big time talker podcast brought to you by speakermatch.com for danny boyd and hector mexia i'm burke allen in washington dc thank you for being here now go out and make it a great day bye everybody <laughs> bye.